like you mean it. Hallelujah. God is so good, you know. And there are people right here that God wants you this morning. You may be seated. You forget about the people around you. You act just like the drunks do. You know, you can never embarrass a drunk man. You can bring a drunk man up here right now. He'd be like, hey, what up? You can't embarrass him for one split second. So God wants you to do more for him. You believe that you're full of his goodness. You believe that you're full of his might. You believe that you're full of his ability. Whatever he tell you to do this morning, you do it. You don't even get embarrassed. If he tell you to run, you rise up and you take off running. If he tell you to begin to dance, you do it. Don't you worry about who looking at you. When they're drunk and they're high, they don't care who's looking. They don't care who knows it. <laughs> Am I right? It's time for the believers to do more for him and act like you know who you are in Christ Jesus. Because there's more with me than be with you. Come on, somebody give him praise. Can I have a little more monitor? Yes, hallelujah. Glory to God, he is here. God is here. One, one of the reasons I'm born is to let the world know that he's here. And stop looking for him. You know, the reason why people act one way in church and another way when they get out, because they don't know who they are. He can absolutely never leave you nor forsake you. He is God Almighty, the Lord of glory. And the Bible says he sent his word. Anybody got a Bible in this place? He sent his word to what? Heal us, to make us whole. This word... You know, when people say the Bible was written by man, it's because they don't know him. So that's why you can just be quiet when they're talking because they never met him. They don't know what they're talking about. They're looking from the outside in, and we are, we're dealing with what's on the inside. He speaks to me on my insides, and he manifests himself on the outside. Come on, somebody. But these words are promises to you. That's why it's so important for us to read it because these are promises. And he said he is the word. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He says I am these words. When you begin to read these words, these words become flesh on the inside. It becomes life. You will see everything that he says. He cannot lie. Come on. Let's go to um, Numbers 23, 19. He says God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should what? Have he said and it shall he not do it? Has he spoken and shall not he make it good? Whatever he said, he got to do it. He has to do it for anybody that, come on, say it like you mean it, believers. He has to do it. For me to sit here and believe in my for healing and he don't do it makes him a lie. But I got to stand on this word. I can't believe on Monday and no, Sunday. And then when I get home, say, ah, that thing don't work. That's just a man-made thing. They just saying stuff to get money, you know. You got to stay with it. Believe you receive it and you what? Have it. You will have it if you believe it. Psalms 89, 34. It says, my covenant. He's talking about his word. I will not break it. I will not alter the thing that has gone out of my lips. I won't change it. If he said it, believe you receive it, and you will have it. So I guess he had me to say all of that. 
to let you know we're going to say some stuff. We're going to believe his word this morning. And you believe you receive it and you have it. God don't have to wait for time. Time, he doesn't have time. It is, you know, it's us. We like, what time is it? In God, everything is now. Everything is right now. And it's quicker than that. It's now. You believe in God for a miracle in your body? Raise your hand. Say yes. Say, by his stripes, you are healed now. What about how I feel? Uh-uh. Now. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm healed now. He said it. I'm healed now. Sometimes you got to get mad and just say it. Don't worry about who's looking at you because they don't even know. This is a whole nother realm. These are, we're new creatures in Christ. You don't understand this unless you get into here. So I'm here to encourage you to get it. You are here because God brought you here to do something for him. He has a purpose and a plan for your life. You can try to do whatever you want to. I'm talking to myself. I tried to do everything and get away from my daddy. I'm a pre-K kid. I was born in church. I believe they had me on the altar. I was born in church. I was like, as soon as I get out of here, I ain't never coming back to church. Ever. I took my um, diary and I said, never ever coming back to church. But I could not escape what was on the inside of me. On the inside, it kept being, you know, I wasn't hearing my daddy's voice. I wasn't hearing nothing my mom and daddy was saying. I was hearing, read your Bible, pray. Like, you know, ain't nobody around me praying. Ain't nobody reading their Bible. None of my friends was doing that. Read your Bible. Get up and pray. I'm like, oh, I'm the only one up. The only one praying. The only one. Oh. But it was just in me to say this. Okay, then. Why was I born? Why did I say that? Everything opened up on the inside. I just felt like climbing on my bed one day. And going, in the name of Jesus, you ought to get your life together and receive Jesus as your personal Savior. I'm on my bed like, hey! I'm like, wow. God has a dream on the inside of you. He deals with you on the inside. And you got to get to a place where you're not worried about what other people think or what other people say. You have one life to live. And when you get to heaven, if, well, I'm believing God, everybody ain't here going. You ain't here unless you know you're going. You done made it to the right place. It won't be. Uh, you go to this class because I had some stuff I was trying to get to you, but <laughs> it would be well done. My good and faithful servants well done. God put you here. I remember, I think it's Jesse Duplantis. He said he had a dream and he went to heaven. Anybody heard him tell that story? And he said that, you know, he said, y'all can believe me if you want. I ain't, I ain't got to be trying to, you know, make y'all believe. He said, this is what happened to me. 
This one part just stuck with me. He said that when he was in heaven, it was these spirits or little somethings were saying, they were at this opening saying, take me, take me. They were like us. Say, I want to go to earth. I want to spend time in earth and do your will. That was us. See, you were chosen by God. You were the one that came to the gate to say, take me. That was you. You don't know it, but that was you. You were talking about, take me. I want to go to the earth to do your will. Well, guess what? You are here. And you made it to the right place. Because now you can never say you didn't hear it. Nah, 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 nah. It says in Genesis 1, we're going to start from the beginning. His name is, it says, in the beginning, God. So the first thing you need to start doing as a young person and older, you, uh, anybody in here is, let me see, what's half of 120? 60. That means you are a teenager. Unless you're close to 99, you're old. So all the teenagers in here, hey, (laughs) you need to check yourself. I only want to get to heaven and God say that you did what I brought you here to do. I don't want to be there because I wanted to party and I wanted to hang out with my friends. I, I did what I was came and went to that spot and I said, take me. I want, I'll do your will. I'll do what you want on the earth. You don't want to get there and you didn't do it. Why? Because there's people like you and me that needs to hear what God has you to say. You have a purpose and a dream. It may not be a preacher or a teacher. It may be the baddest business woman or man on earth. It may be the greatest painter of all. It may be the best musician. It may be the best jewelry person, seller. It may be the best, the most awesomest computer technologist. It may be the most awesomest doctor ever. But God brought you here for a purpose. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. It says, in the beginning, God. They call him the king of kings, the Lord of lords. Some call him the great I am. And anything that you need, he got it. Some call him the bright and morning star. When you wake up, there he is. It's him who gave me life, health, and strength and woke me up this morning. Some call him the great and mighty, uh, 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 um, what do they call him? The my, my, the, oh, great and mighty he is. Mightier than everything. Greater than anything. Some call him my strong tower. Some call him the shepherd. See, in him you want for nothing. He guides your footsteps and he orders you. You know, Psalm 23rd Psalms. A lot of people say it, but they don't have no idea what it means. No idea. They say it at funerals. They say it when somebody's getting married, but they have no idea. The Lord is who keeps me. He's my shepherd and in him, put that up there if you can, I shall not want I want for nothing in him. See, I take his words literally. You said, I want for nothing. You supply all of my needs according to your riches and glory. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me. Come on, look at that thing. In him, I'm made to rest in him. Green pastures, every need is supplied. 
every organ, every body part is regenerated. And in him, I just, I'm made to rest. I don't have to worry about a thing in him. You see, depression and oppression can't come near my dwelling because I know who I am in Christ Jesus. Come on, somebody ought to shout. When you know who you are in Christ, you don't have to worry because I know God's got it. Somebody give him a shout like you know it. Hey, he believes me beside the still waters. In him, I'm rested. I'm full of his glory and his might and ability. I'm full of Christ Jesus. I'm full. Not one inch of me is without him. Somebody shout like you mean it. Give me verse 3. He restored my soul. When he gave his life on the cross at Calvary, he gave it so I can be restored. He gave his life so I can live in, on the inside of him. He gave his life so I can receive his restoration. Everything that he has, I got. I just, as he is, so am I. Come on, in this world, when? Right now. You see? You see the difference of just saying something? But when you know who you are, he, he leads me in the path that's right, righteousness. Everywhere I go and I hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and I do what he says, the blessing follows me. His goodness follows me. His mercy follows me all the days of my life. Surely, for sure, without a doubt, without one second, one moment, his goodness and his mercy follows me. Why? Because I'm following him. Where I go, God's go. Where I walk, he walks. Where I move, he moves. In him, I live and I move and I have my very being. In him. Somebody ought to shout like you are a believer. You see, I don't understand why believers got to get to church and act like they got to go, but when you know that God is here, I'm on the inside of a deliverer. I'm on the inside of a God of miracles. Right now, he's moving in me. Right now, he's turning things around. Right now, he's taking me in the purpose and plan that he has in my life. Right now, he's blessing my children everywhere they go. Not only promise, but you are blessed in the city. You're blessed in the field. You're blessed in your storehouse. You are blessed. And I believe it. He said in his word, if I believe I receive it, I got it. You better be looking for the blessing. You ought to be looking for the blessing. You got a mama praying for you. And I told you, I'm not letting up until your children are walking in the purpose and plan of God for their lives. Any mamas believe in that? My child shall live and declare his goodness. You will walk in the purpose and plan for your life. You will not die before your time. No one's going to steal what God has for my child. Each and every one of you. I'm not letting up. While you're sleeping, I'm praying. 
But I know I got some believers with me. 3.30, mama's up for you. A.M. Not missing. I got you. I told you. But I need you to get up. You get up when God tell you to. 3.30, 4 o'clock, I'm up. Pastor, we up. Because at this season and time, you better know who you are. You better know who you are. Because your sons and your daughters need you. And I need you. I need you to walk in the purpose and plan of God for your life. And most of all, God needs you. He's king eternal. He's God almighty, king eternal, immortal. He never dies. He's the only wise God. And what's so awesome about God, he is invisible. You tell me, is that the baddest Avenger out there? Nobody's better than him. Because when your enemies are before you, and you standing up there with all the angels and the king of kings with you, you got a table set with every weapon you can blow them out. Boosh! By his stripes, I'm healed. Boom! No weapon formed against me shall prosper. His word is sharper than a two-edged sword. It pierces in the heart and the sunders of the soul. I got to tell y'all this story because it was the devil. But I had my armor on. My armor is the blessing. Friday, you know, I help at the school with promise. Miss Reimer and I wave your hand in the hair like we don't care. Yeah, she's about to graduate. Hallelujah. <laughs> and my other baby's about to graduate. And I was standing up there, and I smelled the devil. See, that's why you got to know who you are. See, a lot of the times you see the devil, and you got, in the name of Jesus. Uh-uh. It's all about knowing who you are on the inside. And remember, he's invisible. That's why you got to know who you are. He'll tell you, don't go that way because they're shooting people. And you'll be like, hey, what's up, dude? Boosh! When you, when you know who you are, he said, don't go that way today. Okay. But this Friday, standing outside, and I smelled the devil from far away. So I began to do this. Shanda. Now I went like, Honda Boshata. No. I sensed in here, take it down. Just chill. So I'm like this. This girl was talking to this day. I don't know what she was saying, but had to be cool. They don't speak in tongues at the Catholic Church. Some of them do, but I don't know them. Here come the devil. I kid you not. He was like, bleep, 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 bleep. The blood of Jesus, bleep, bleep. The same thing I said out of my mouth. I said, the blood. He said, I said, robo shot the blood of Jesus. He didn't hear me. I'm talking like, like about right here. He weighed on there. He said, the blood of Jesus, bleep, bleep, bleep. So I know the devil heard me. He said, he said, well, let me see what you got on. I was like, the armor. I got on the armor of God, and he ran from me. Somebody give the Lord a shout. 
You can't mess with me with my armor on. I got on the armor of God. I walk in the life of God. And he was crazy. You one of them cuckoo crazy ones? That was one. I was ready to cast the devil out, you know, but I didn't hear that. Being led of the Holy Ghost. Knowing who you are on the inside. What made him run from me was me doing what God says. Listening to the voice of the Lord thy God and doing what he says. He's king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. There's no one greater. No one. He'll tell you what weapon to use. He'll tell you what to say. He'll give you the scriptures to say. He'll tell you where to walk, where to move, what job to go to. But you cannot worry. If you know who you are, that God is there, why are you sad? Why are you depressed? Why are you discouraged? Let me read quickly because, you know, this is a lot, but I'm going to hit a little bit. It says in verse Genesis 1-2, and the earth was without form and void, darkness was upon the earth, and the God was there, the Father, and here's the Spirit of the Lord, the Father and the Son was there. And God, from the moment he started, he began to demonstrate to us that your mouth, your words have power. That you have what you say and what you believe. And so he demonstrated. He said, God said, let there be light. The Holy Ghost moved upon the earth. On verse 2, Spirit of God moved. That was the Holy Ghost. He moved upon the face of the waters. And then, God, he, and then the Holy Ghost was waiting on God to say something, the Father and the Son. And then it says, God said. He was on all, all God's power was upon the earth where we are now. It was without form and void. And he moved on there. And he said, as a demonstration, your words create where you are today. Your words and what you say has a difference. If you say what I say, you will see what I see. He said, and let there be light. And there was illumination. There was light. There was thoughts. There was choices. There was a life came into the earth. And if you keep reading all the way down to seven, he began to speak it out, demonstrating to us, open your mouth and say something. Open your mouth and say it. And then verse 26, let's go there quickly. And God says, and it's saying, God says, you know what? Let us. That's how we know it was the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost was there. Because he said, let us. Who was he talking to? The heir? He was talking to the Trinity, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. He said, let us make man in our image. So man was made in his image after our likeness. So one thing we do know, we look like it. We're made like him. He probably got arms and legs and feet and hands because the Bible talks about his hands, his fingers, da-da-da. And he said, this is the key thing. He says, and let them have what? Dominion. He's given you authority to dominate in the earth, to do like he did. And remember, his words is a promise to us. He don't take anything back. What he gave you is yours. He says, he gave him dominion so he could operate through us. Dominion, he gave them dominion. So he can flow through them and work through them. That's the same reason why you have it. So God can work through you. Over the fish of the sea, the fowls of the air, over cattle, over all creeping things. And then, so God created man in his own image. He made, Adam and Eve was made in the glory and goodness of God. 
In other words, everything they needed, they had it. They had the power. They had his might, ability, and strength. And they said, in the image of God created him male and female. They were made in his power. They were wrapped up in his glory. Everything they needed, every supply, all Eve had to say was, I would like to have a different hairstyle. And there she had it. She said, oh, I think I have beautiful pink nails today. Boosh. She said, I think I'll work out. Uh. <laughs> oh, I love my girl. She said, let me work out. Mm, mm, mm. Done. She had everything she needed. He had everything. They were made inside his power, might, ability, and strength. strength. Like him and everything he had, they had. Verse 28, and he blessed them. Say, I'm blessed. And he said to them, be fruitful. Everything I touch, somebody lift your hands up, is blessed. Come on, it's blessed. Everything I touch is fruitful. Whether I'm at job, or my, my job, my business is fruitful. Blessings come from the east, the west, the north, the south. He gave you on power to multiply. Say the blessing is on me to multiply. He gave you the power to replenish. Remember, if he said it, you believe it, you have it. But let's go to verse um, Genesis 2, 7. He gave them dominion over all the fish, the birds, everything, everything that moved in the earth. They had everything they needed. It was just an awesome time for Adam and Eve. Verse 7 says, the Lord formed the man from the dust. Look at that. Man is just some plain old dirt. Amen? They're dust. Look at your husband and say, hi, Mr. Dusty. I'm just kidding. Man was made out of dust, and he breathed into him the breath of life. Inside of you is a formula. They said it's not one formula. Air is not one formula because it is God. You can, it's, it's, air is a, a, it has many different components, but do we have any students to know what its air main ingredients are? I'm looking at you, Finn, here. You should know the main ingredients of air. Let me see the one over there. Mr. Penn, do you happen to know the main ingredients of air? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Aren't you a pen? You know one? Who said nitrogen? Nitrogen is one. Carbon dioxide is two. Go, Mr. Penn. Give me another one. Oxygen. Nitrogen, oxygen, somebody said carbon dioxide, and there's one more. If you don't say this one back there, Miss Harrigan, you're in trouble. She's in college, right? Who said water? You know they done found it on their phones now? Water. Those are the main ingredients. They're a formula. Air is a formula that God made. He breathed in him the breath of life. And every organ and tissue functions to the perfection because God breathed into us the breath of life. So if any of your organs are acting funny, who's in charge? Tell it to get right, Daddy. You see what's happening? Fix this thing in Jesus' name. The price has already been paid. Let's go to Genesis um, 2.21. We'll talk a little bit about Eve and just how, just taking a moment how Eve walked. She was made. She's the first mom, the first woman. Her name is Eve. You know, you can't be mad at the girl because we're a lot like her. Amen? 
She was the first one. She didn't have a book. She had a husband who didn't give her the wisdom. Didn't tell her what was happening. So I blame him. Hey, it's Mother's Day. We can do that today. But really, she should have told him what was up. But think about it. Adam and Eve was wrapped in the glory. They were wrapped in the presence of God. Everything they needed was there. They had it. If she wanted anything, she said, dinner served, honey. And dinner was served. How many would love something like that now? Oh, Jesus. I said, oh, Lord, make my husband the best dinner ever. Glory to God. It says here, and your deep sleep fell on Adam. God took one of his ribs. They were made from the dust. We were made from a rib. You know, we got it going on. And then God in 22, he made male and female. He brought the lady unto the man, and he said, whoa, man. She's a woman. And he said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She should be called woman because she was taken out of the dusty man. If a man is dust, what is the lady? Dustier. Amen. She's dust too. Only dust can come from dust. So we can't say too much. So therefore shall a man cleave unto his father and his mother and cleave, oh, shall leave his father and mother cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one. But this verse 25 is the most awesome scripture ever. It said they were both naked, and the man and his robo shata, is that Anna? Be healed in the name of Jesus. All right, y'all just pray in the Holy Ghost when things are happening. Are you afraid? No. Okay. The only ones here is the nurses. It's two nurses. Father, we just thank you right now. Everybody know this devil, but he is not going to mess with her. It's by Jesus' stripes, and it's healed. She's all right. Come on. Back up, everybody, if you're not a nurse, so she can get air. Yep. And we call her body always healed. When she walk into church, she's not going to always have no seizure. She's healed. She's the healing, not the sick. This is a perfect example. When you hear the word, the devil tries to stop you. What did I just say? Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Oh, he gone. He's gone. He's gone in the name of Jesus. We have authority to speak the name. The Lord is here. Come on, the glory of the Lord is here. Whosoever believeth in him, you won't perish. You will not fail. You will not die, but you live and declare the goodness of God. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. How many know God loves us? His goodness is here. His might is here. His ability is here. I'm telling you, as my name is Sharon Lynn Walker, 
You better be in your prayer closet. You better get up and pray for one another. You better get up and pray for your sons and your daughter. That's exactly how the devil sneaks up on you. Just like that. But when you got some warriors praying in the Holy Ghost, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Come on, come on. The glory of the Lord is her strength. I'm mad. Anybody upset? You're going to come in here and mess with my daughter? You're crazy? She lives and not die. Her children are blessed coming in and going out. The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus over her. The blood. The devil hates the blood of Jesus. He hates when you rise up and say, like when that guy was trying to, I don't know what he was, plans was, but I had my armor on. The blood of Jesus. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood of Jesus. You think it's a joke? This is serious. You're living in a season where every moment the devil, even though you're hearing the word and you're getting yourself going, you say, okay, I'm outside helping kids. Trying to sneak up on me. With his crazy. You, you know who I am? I'm telling you now, as God is a, the one who's given me the voice to say it, you better get up and pray for your children. You better come up out of those things that you know you should not be doing. But how do I do it? It's hard. Get in your word. It was so hard for me to stop eating salt. It's a challenge because everybody surround me with delicious food, just salty. <laughs> But rather, do I want to live or do I want to die? I had to make a choice. Make a choice today. To serve the Lord with all your heart. Because the devil ain't playing no games. He is not just trying to be nice to you. He's trying to kill you. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. But when you get your armor on, I don't care what nobody said. Anna was in the right place when she had that one. She got the word backing her up. She got warriors standing for her. If she was at home, she wouldn't have had us. But I say, what the word of the Lord say, by Jesus' stripes, Anna is healed. That word healed means whole, complete, nothing missing, nothing broken. But what if you still feel sick? He says, uh, Mark eleven twenty two, have faith. have faith that he's with you. Have faith that he gave his life for you. Have faith that his wounds was for your transgressions. Have faith that his bruises was for your iniquities. Have faith that God is with you and he'll never leave you nor forsake you.
Well, for the sake of time, I better give y'all what, what, what God wanted y'all to hear because that would be the devil stealing. Remember, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So I'm going to quickly go. We're going to do speed and hit it. And then, you know, we were talking about how God made the air. He gave him breath of life. It says Eve was naked and Adam, they didn't have anything on because they were clothed in the glory and goodness of God. They had everything they need. But yet, God was so on them. He was the very air they breathe. Just like now. God is on you. He's in you. He's all around you just like now. But the devil don't want you to know it. He want to think you, you to think that you can do something and don't nobody see you. You can, you can mess around on your husband. Oh, I ain't talking to nobody here but anybody on the Internet. And nobody sees you. You can mess around on your wife and nobody sees you. You can get a little drunk and, and, and praise the Lord and smoke your um, weed and drink your cannabis, that new drink out, that weed drink. Y'all heard that? Look like tea, but it's an alcoholic drink. I don't know what it is, but it make you high. But anyway, you can sneak and do all the naughty things or what do you think, you know, but nobody sees you. But God is saying, listen, I love you. It ain't about you that nobody sees you. I'm, I'm there with you wherever you go. It's all about you getting delivered. You need to be delivered. It's nothing to be like, oh, I'm so ashamed. I drink all day long. No, okay, how do I get free? How do I get delivered? How, how, how do I quit the things that I know in my heart that God knows? How do I stop? Let's check out Eve here. This, this serpent came, and he snuck up there and was talking to her. Um, that's Genesis 3, 1. And he, the, the, you know, it's only Adam, Eve, God, Adam, and Eve, and uh, talking animals. I mean, hello? So he's, he came to the woman. And he said, yeah, God said you should not eat of the, the tree of the garden. And what was the first Eve, mistake Eve made was even talking to the devil. Her, her, husband, her husband was with her. You know, you can lead a man anywhere you want. Oops. She let her, God told her husband not to eat from this tree. But he went up there with her because she was all nosy, more like women do. We can be real nosy. Pastor could be in his book, and I don't know, I just kind of like be easy, like, hey, sneaking and looking. You know, always looking. It's like, what you doing that for? Move on to myself. But it just come upon us. And I tell the truth, ladies. You just always got to be nosy. You always got to check out what they're talking about. But her first mistake was talking to the devil. Her husband, you, if my husband don't act right, do I act, don't act right? If she knew her husband wasn't saying nothing and she knew it was wrong, what she should have done? Oh, she, she, yeah, talk to God. She said, listen, Father, he ain't telling me what to do. I'm talking to this thing. He's talking something that you don't, didn't say. He's saying the wrong thing. He... he who talks against you? You made us. You see the difference? Yeah, he was wrong. He wouldn't lead her right. But she was wrong because she, God was in her and with her. Every step Eve made, God was there. They were made in his image and his likeness. He wasn't saying nothing. Just because he wasn't saying nothing, do I still do wrong? It's God in us, the hope of glory. She should have said, listen, Father. He's saying something that I, I shouldn't even be talking to him, but he's saying something against you. 
Her first mistake, talking to the devil, talking to the wrong people, getting wrong information. So you got to watch what you say, watch what you do, watch who you talk to. You see this interruption? Another one? Thank you, Carrie. An operator of a maroon talking to the wrong people. So we got to watch who we hang around. Watch who's feeding us bad information. Watch who always trying to tell us things that goes against the word because they don't know who God is. Every time somebody says that man wrote the Bible, you already got them in a box. You don't know it. Because once you get a taste of the one who made you, this, what I hear, it can only be God that tells me. It can only be God who saved my life all of them times when the guy held a gun on me and he told me, go the other way. It could only be God. He held a gun on me. I'm in the house. The guy comes up and get in the house. Gun and all. But I'm like, Shundo Robo Sita. This is why I'm asking that pastor. He had gun and all. I'm praying in tongues. I kid you not. Tongues made him go crazy. He was like, oh, like, whoa. He took his gun out. Oh, 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 oh. Out of the house. I was like, hey. It's only God who saved my life when I'm driving on a one-way street and the other person is coming to me like this. I got three kids in the car, and I'm, to this day, I don't know if they had their seatbelt on. I three kids in the car, and I'm driving. We like, hey, we playing games like one plus one is two. Mm-mm. And I'm like, one? They laughing and giggling because I was joking. I'm like, one plus one is two, but what in the world is he doing? And towards me, one-on-one. -on -one. He was out of his lane. There's only a two-lane. Coming at me like this. I'm talking full speed. And I said, Jesus, I kid you not. He looked just like a balloon. He jumped up out of the lane like a balloon and sat in, somebody's, in front of somebody's yard. He died on the spot. And all I could say was, Father, I thank you for my life. And I had three other people's kids. You tell me, is that Jesus? It's his name that saved me. He lifted up like a balloon, y'all. He said, this is people's yards? He said. And I was like, go Lord. They was, what the blood is doing? I'm like, y'all just don't know what happened. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It's only God who saved me. When I was on a highway. You know how fast they go on the highway in the States in the winter. My car spun around, and all the cars were coming at me. I'm like in the middle of, I would have been just like gone, just like I'm gone. I had no control of the car. If you know anything about the ice, once the ice overtake you, anybody know what I'm talking about? You can, your best bet, Pastor, is it when, the, when you get slide, do you drive into it, they say, or drive? You don't, you don't touch the gas. You kind of let the wheel go. You do nothing. Because the, if you do the wrong thing, it could get you, you, you just ice overtaking the whole, it was sleet and rain. And I'm driving on the expressway, and I, I sense enough, you don't go fast. But the guys love to go fast. And the wild girls, eh, I mean, I'm like, really? But I'm, I'm cruising, because I got some sense. But I tell y'all, my car did this. 
and all of the cars, it's like, in the States, it's like three, four, five lanes. All of them was coming at me. And just like I turned that way, I turned back around. And I just kept going. I was like, glory to God. That's only God. And I can go on and on. Unless you know them from the inside. When you panic, you fail. When, you, when they say, trouble is here, and you go, ah! You don't talk to the wrong person. You don't do like Eve did. She talked to the wrong people. You go what's inside and say, Daddy, what? Just like we did with Anna. He said, what do we do? Just pray. He'll tell you what to say. He'll tell you not to panic. Because panicking don't do anything. But his word, his word makes us whole and complete. His word is, is what keeps us. It's God himself. It's no joke anymore. Times are planned. Those days are over. Eve was, she had everything she needed, but yet she talking to the devil was telling her that tree was better than all the trees after God told her not to eat from it. Her husband is right there. Because he wasn't doing right, she did the same thing he did when they were inside the kingdom of God. Where they, had, they could have just simply said, we don't really understand right now why you don't want to eat this, but I know you will tell us later we was made in you. It's only us here. So you already told us to be fruitful and multiply. They should have just went on and been fruitful. Am I right, y'all? You know what I mean. Amen. Just go be fruitful. Just go and multiply. Go replenish the earth. But yet her eyeballs was looking at what she didn't have. Let's go to verse 6. It says, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, she, and pleasant to the eyes, and desired to one make one wise, she took the fruit and she did eat it. Her focus was off. She shouldn't have been staring and, and pondering on something that she wasn't supposed to have. And all that glory, she, I just can't even stop thinking about. They're in God who made them. And then, then this is what's a trip, y'all. When they were all, you know, they, they, now, you remember they was all happy because they, they were in the glory. Didn't even know they didn't have any clothes on because so much power was on them. But now in verse 8, they heard the voice of God walking. Now they're hearing from the outside now. Remember, they were on the inside. Now they're hearing from the outside. They out of, they were separated. Sin separates you from the relationship with God. First, he was talking on the inside. Now they're hearing on the outside. Uh, they heard him walking in the cool of the day. And then it says, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence. Remember, at first they were walking in the presence, so naked, didn't even know they even had on, didn't have any clothes because they were full of the glory. Now they're hiding from the presence of God. Sin causes you, you can't praise, you're scared to run, you're scared to shout because you think people looking. That's what sin does. But when you know who you are, you can just lift your hands free because God has set me free. It is him who gave me the air I breathe, the eyes I see. God is saying to you, wake up and know that I'm with you. So let me quickly go on from there. Let's go to Romans 5, 12. And then we're going to talk quickly on how God took, got everything back that Adam and Eve lost for us. They lost that fellowship. They, they, when, when, when they messed up, Romans 5, 12 says, As one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and death passed upon all everybody after Adam and Eve messed up. So now God is telling to you, Telling you this morning, go to John 3.16. I'll go there quickly. John 3.16, know this. 
God wants you to know that you know you know starting now, starting now. I know as people in here, believers, God need you to believe like never before. The devil is not slacking up on us. He's coming harder. He's, he's, he's checking your children harder. He's putting people in their pathway harder, more of the wrong. But God needs you to pray. So they're stopped in their footsteps. He said, the first thing you need to know, remember the word first. First, I need to know that he loves me. The word love is not just, oh, he liked me. He liked me. No, you're in him. Your air, very air you breathe, the eyes you see is God Almighty in you, functioning to the perfection of your body, which he created it. He's in you. He's causing these things to be. He's not down the street. He's not somewhere far away because I just want to do my own thing. I just want to be loosey-goosey. I just became an adult. I just want to do my own thing. I don't want to hear nothing about God. Oh, I'm telling you, it ain't like it used to be back in the day. Devil is not trying to be your friend. God is saying, come on, come. I'm right here. I'm right here. Wake up and know that I love you. I'm everywhere you go. In um, Psalms 139, it says, oh, thou hast searched me and known me. You know my downsetting, you know my uprising, you know my understanding afar off. Thou compass my paths, my lying down, I acquainted all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest altogether. You know what's behind me, you know what's before me, you laid your hand on me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. I cannot attain, contain. He was like, I can't, oh, this is too deep. You mean every single place I go, you're there? He said, I'm everywhere. Whether, where shall I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Everywhere you go. He said, I'm right there. If you sit up in heaven, you go to heaven, I'm there. If you make your bed in hell, guess what? I'm there. If you take the wings of the morning and dwell in the other parts of the sea, said, I'm going to hide from him. He said, uh-uh, even there, my hand shall lead and thy right hand shall uphold you. Come on, somebody lift your hands in his presence. He wants you to believe him. Believe in Hebrews 11 and 6. You believe that nothing is impossible for him. You believe him that, that, that he is. He wants you to believe that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. They get up every day say, you are the God of love and you made me. It doesn't matter how it looks. It doesn't matter what I feel like. It all that matters is I do what you called me to do. That I do the purpose and plan for my life. That all that matters. And then the Lord is saying this to somebody. Hebrews 13, 5. He said, watch what you say. Watch what you say. You always want what somebody else got. You ever find yourself, somebody have a cute dress on you said, boy, she thinks she cute. That means you real cute. That means you got it going on. She thinks she got it going on. She got her hair all dead. Suck the teeth and all. That means you got it going on. Why can't we say as ladies, men do the same thing, but I'm talking to the ladies today. They were like, man, she thinks she fine. That means she is fine. But anyway, ladies, why can't we just say, that is so cute. I love doing that. I was born in courage. But the thing about me, I used to lie to people. Till I heard the Lord say, stop lying to people. I said you was cute and they wasn't. I was trying to encourage. I didn't know any better. But I did it to this one girl for years. She was unattractive because she didn't know how to dress and didn't know how to put it together right. But every day. I said, girl, you sure is cute. She wasn't. Every day, 
I don't know why I did that. Because I, I know I have anointing to encourage. I heard the Lord say as a teenager, I want you to find something that is cute. Because inside of me, I was like, but that hair, but that dress, if you could fix them shoes, you look a little better. So the Lord said, I want you to find something and tell the truth from this point on to her. So I found like her ears. I said, them some pretty ears you got, girl. Where you get them ears from? <laughs> so I kid you not, my girl, I don't even know her name today. She started getting better, y'all. She went to get her hair done. And whoever she went to, because I said her ears was cute, I, I would find a piece of jewelry on her. She st her hair was the whip for real. I said, whoever doing your hair, they rocking it. <laughs> her hair was bad. And I was like, ooh. Then I said, because now I got something. Your hair is rocking it, girl, plus your ears. Her ears and her hair changed. See what a little encouragement do? She went to get a new outfit. Somebody who started doing her hair. She probably said, can you hook me up? They hooked her up. She was so encouraged. In the 12th grade, my girl came to me and said this, y'all, who was ugly. She came to me and said, you think I'll wear best dress? Hey! My girl was up here now. I said, you might just win. She didn't. But I said, you should have won. We need to encourage one another. She should have won. She went from seriously hell to a beautiful person, for real. Whoever was rocking the girl's hair, put some new clothes on it every day. Every day she would look for me going. You got it. See what a little encouragement does? But the Lord said, tell the truth. Because I started lying at first because I didn't know any better. And it changed her, though. Okay? So where were we? So watch what you say. He's right there. See what he was telling me as a teenager? Stop lying to the girl. Find something cute on her. Then next thing you know, it says here, let your conversation be without covetousness. How do you say that word? Warn what other people have and be content with what you already have. And knowing that I would never leave you nor forsake you. If I did it for Eve, I made sure she had everything from the beginning. I'm doing the same thing for you. It would be unfair for me to have Eve with everything and give you less than I gave Eve. I gave her everything and I give you my all and more. I'm sitting you in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When you ask Jesus, when you lift your hands and say, Jesus, come into my heart and life, there's a supernatural exchange that takes place. He brings the, from you to old. He brings you into new. If any man be in Christ... He's a new creature. What does that mean spiritually? You can't see it, but supernatural, invisible things are happening to me. Come on, somebody. He's working on you. Verse 6 says, so you can boldly say, when you tell the truth, you can boldly say, come on, everybody say, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What shall man do unto me? You can boldly say it. When you say what he tells you to say and do what he tells you to do. Believe that God loves you. Say first. Somebody say first. Believe that God loves me. Believe. Somebody lift your hands and say, I believe he loves me. He loves you so much he gave his only begotten son. He started over. When Adam messed up in Eve, he said, okay, I got to do this better. I got to do it over. I'm going to do it with my son, Jesus. 
He gave his only begotten son, and his name is Jesus. He said, I'm doing it over. I'm doing it over. I ain't playing no games with you. I ain't just, church ain't just to be going to show how cute you look so you can wear your new shoes. Our church don't care anyway. That's the one thing I'm glad about. Wear whatever you want, just as long as you got on clothes. It ain't Adam and Eve days. Amen. Just put some clothes on. Take a bath. If you don't have a shower, call us. We'll make a way. Amen. But if you don't even have that, we got it. We, we'll hook you up. Amen. But he said, believe that I sent my only begotten son. He's a demonstrator. He demonstrated. The Bible says that he, in uh, Acts 1038, it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, with power, as a demonstrator. He went about doing good, showing us all the things that I do. This is no game. I'm showing you what I do, what love does. I'm, show, I'm demonstrating to you what Adam was supposed to do. I'm demonstrating to you all these things are available for you. It's through, through me you can see my daddy. I'm only going to say what he tells me to say and do what he tells me to do. I need you to watch me. That's what that word says in um, Acts 10, 38, he says he did good. He healed all the oppressed of the devil. But who was with them? God was in, with them. And then um, that's um, Joshua 1, 8, where it says, meditate what he said day and night. Come on, turn to that one. Meditate day and night. Joshua 1, 8. Don't let it depart out of your mouth. But say it day and night that thou may observe and do. Watch me. Do what I do. Just follow me. I'll tell you what to say and do. I'll lead and guide you into all truth. He went about doing good, healing all that were pressed to the devil because he's showing you what's available for you. And then I love Luke 4, 18. It's when Jesus came out like Adam and Eve. He said, we had Adam. Adam messed up, but Jesus said, it's my turn, and I ain't going to fail you. I'm going to do this so you can have everything Adam and Eve had and more. He bust up there saying, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's telling everybody, look, I ain't ashamed. I know who I am. I ain't going to talk to nobody about who I'm supposed to, and I'm going to give you everything that you're supposed to have. God is here. The Spirit of the Lord is upon upon me means God is here. His, he's anointed me with, to preach. His glory was there. His might is here. His ability is here. Everything you need is here. Anything you're lacking in any area, my God is working. He's king, eternal, immortal, and in visible. You can't see him, but he's working. The reason why people fail, the reason why people don't get the things that they need, because they can't see him. But God is saying, I'm here. I'm with you everywhere you go. He sent me to heal the broken. Anything broken, I'll fix it. He's healed. He sent me to bring our relationship back. Like Adam and Eve was wrapped in my glory. Once you lift your hands and say, God, take me. Do something with my life. Do anything you want to with me. Do whatever you provided for me. Do what your purpose and plan that you have for me. I want to do it. He came to preach the deliverance to the captives, recover sight to the blind, and set at liberty to the bruised. Jesus is here. Amen. He said, everything is provided for you. And then I'm going to end with this. God is here. He said, whosoever believeth in him, whosoever have faith in God, you believe that his wounds was for our transgressions. You believe that his bruises was for our iniquity. You believe he did all of this. He was punished in Isaiah. He was punished. He was wept. He was punished and beaten that you can receive. The, 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 the wholeness and completeness like him. You're a three-part being. You have a flesh, 
your spirit, soul, and body. He came to exchange that old spirit for your new. And in him, you live and move and have your very being. And his glory is right here, right now. He said, I want you to begin to stand on my word. Begin to believe that you will not fail because you gave your life to me. Believe that you will not perish. You won't be hurt. Your children won't be destroyed. I'll watch over them. I'll keep them. I'll make a way out of no way. He said, I want you to believe that the same thing I gave Adam and more is available for you. Somebody lift your hands in his glory. He said, I want you to have faith in God. Have faith that I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Not for one split second, I won't leave you. Not for one split second, I will allow you to fail when you trust me with all your heart. Leaning not to your own understanding, but in all your ways you acknowledge me and I will direct your path. I want you to believe first and seek me first, the kingdom of God in Matthew 6, 33. And all his righteousness and everything you need will be added unto you. Somebody ought to lift your hands in the glory of God. He said, I'm not joking with you. I'm not playing games with you. I'm making a way even right now out of no way. I'm giving you an opportunity to give your life to Christ. Give your life to the anointed one is anointed. For the glory of the Lord is here. He said, I said I would never leave you nor forsake you. He said, and in my presence there's fullness of joy. There's peace and life forevermore. Don't you be afraid and don't you wonder if I'm here. I am here. Glory to God. Don't you wonder am I here? He is here. The glory of the Lord is here. And this one part of this verse I want to end with. He said, I'm going to say this one more time to you. The Lord who made you, the one who delivered you, one who set you free. He said, I know you're wondering if I have faith in God and I give my life. Will you protect me? When, like what happened to Adam, Anna, will, will you be able to, will, will, will you protect me? Will I, will I be able to have any fun? He said, in my presence, when you have faith in God, you have faith that I'm there. You believe that I'm there. He said, I'm saying this as your, your savior. I'm saying this, this as your deliverer, as your strengthener, as your guide. I'm saying this to you as your protector. I'm saying this to you that if anything comes in your way, because I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to ever leave you. And, and the Lord told me one time, you know, recently, he said, I want you to tell the people to liken me as a sea. See yourself in the glory and might of God like a sea of power, might, ability, and strength. See yourself walking in a place that's so wide, so big, you can't go around them. Because you're in my power, my might, and ability. And if anything comes in your way. Mark 11, 23, any mountain, any struggle, any problems, you don't know where to go. You're feeling sad or discouraged. He said, I want you to speak to that thing. Just like I did on the beginning. He said, I, I, I spoke to it. I want you to open your mouth and speak to your sickness and speak to diseases. And you tell it to be gone in the name of Jesus. Be gone. Cast that care on me for I care it for you. He said, be gone. Tell it to be demolished in the name of Jesus. Be demolished in the sea. And don't you doubt in your heart because I will never leave you. I will never, not one split second, leave you. I will never forsake you. For I am with you, says the Lord. You call those things that be not as though they were. He said, believe on those things which you say come to pass. You have what you say. He said, I've given you authority to use my name. I've given you authority to speak my word in the name of Jesus. It got to go. I've given you authority like I gave Adam and even more. So lift your hands up and stand to your feet, somebody. And remember first, if I can leave you with anything this morning. Sorry I had to you know, minister so fast. But if I can leave you with anything, just remember first. First, that he loves us. I want you to get your strings out. Anybody got those strings that you had? 
I see them on the floor. I see them under your seat. You should have a red string that represents the blood of Jesus. It represents the power of God. It represents his might and ability. Take your string out. Where's your string? Uh-huh. Uh, if you don't have a string, you got any more strings back there? Brace those strings up, all the ladies. Everybody got them out? Now I want you to put it in your right hand. Now the person to your right, I want you to tie it on that person's arm. No? If it's too little, put it on your fingers. But tie it on their finger or their arm as a remembrance. Go right. Okay, you need help. Tie those um, red 